Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here. And uh, right now we're in our studios in downtown Lansing, but we're going to venture. We're going to stay in the area, but we're going to venture down the street. We're going to spend a little time with uh, David Silva-Smith, good friend and founder, coordinator of the Capital Grind. And David, let's start with Capital Grind real quickly and then get into what we want to talk about, which is, you know, cyber money. <laughs> so tell us about the grind. Cool. Yeah. So Startup Grind, it's a global organization. I don't actually run it anymore, but I started it in 2015. And the idea was to inspire, educate, connect founders here in the Lansing region. And, and right now our friend Ruben Levinson, he's directing that during the pandemic, doing a fantastic job bringing in speakers from California, you know, just great topics and great energy, helpful resources there, great networking. So, you know, recommend people if they haven't been to a startup grind, check it out and you'll be warmly welcomed. You know, it's interesting because I've sat in on quite a few of these actually because of our relationship over the years and and uh, they really are enhancing. And by the way, the speaker is fair game for the audience. So any questions you have, they can take care of that. So, so much for the grind. Thank you for starting that and uh, keeping it going. And But let's talk a little bit about cryptocurrency today, because this is, this is a thing that we all talk about. And I think very few of us know anything about. You spent hours explaining it to me, and I'm pretty sure I'm about 30% of the way to understanding. But, but, but let's talk about cryptocurrency and bring us, bring us up to date on what it is. Oh my gosh, Chris, this, this, is, this is amazing. And, you know, I think it's, it's, a, it's a simple idea. You know, you know back, back in 1992, almost nobody had email. And if you thought about going from letters to email, one wouldn't think that's such a, such a big idea, right? But, but, you know, it's, it's, it's huge. And, you know, now, you know, you've got, you know, computers emailing and, you know, it's hard to imagine life without, without email. And the cool thing is that pretty much almost anything you can do with a letter, you can do with email. You know, you, you can print out emails, you can treat it like letters, but, you know, it's faster, it's cheaper, it's more efficient. And, and cryptocurrency is that, that same way. You know, now I've been in the space since uh, 2011, but really got in in 2013 and, and it's just amazing now. You know, I use the traditional banking system. I'm going to send two wires today. It's, it's so annoying. It's going to take me, you know, at least 30 minutes to do these things. Sometimes the bank systems don't even work. And then I, I don't know how to check on it. You know, I got to call the people, you know, did you get the wire? You know, with cryptocurrency, it's just, I just would hop on my, you know, computer and zip off the money. You know, it's there in like 10 seconds. I can check the status of it. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Well, David, I think one of the things that gives caution to certainly people in my generation, but maybe even the generation below is we grew up with the dollar is backed by gold. There's a currency, right? That is substantial. Um, we know that the gold standard has gone away a long time ago, but there is still something there. What is cryptocurrency based on? So all, all currencies, you know, today, nobody's on the gold standard. They're all backed by people's trust in them. And so, you know, when we think about the dollar, what we're really trusting in is, you know, the future purchasing power of that dollar. And, and I think actually that's one of the reasons I got into cryptocurrency. I, I didn't feel good, you know, in 2011, 2013 about, you know, the future purchasing power of dollars. I've never felt good about that in my entire life since I started investing 19 years ago. And I've always wanted to have as little money as possible and as much assets as possible because I knew that money is designed to lose purchasing power. Now let's look at Bitcoin. You know, there's a lots of different cryptocurrencies too. Uh, so that's one thing that I talked about before. You can actually zip around, you know, US dollar type assets, you know, instead of Bitcoin. So you're not subject to the fluctuations. But let's talk about Bitcoin for a minute. 
because Bitcoin is designed, you know, to increase in value. And, you know, it might not always do that, but that is the design. It's a scarce resource. And, you know, as more and more people find it useful and more and more people start using it and every day there's more and more companies accepting it and finding use cases for it, it, it you know, it's more and more scarce, more and more people want it. You know, and then compared to the U.S. dollar, which by design is designed to lose money. So, you know, just on that basis, kind of, you know, wh which one do you want to be in? You know, one that's like, you know, melting in your hands, designed to melt in your hands or one that's designed to, to you know, maintain or grow its value. Well, Dave, I think a, a critical point, we kind of skimmed over it there, but I want to emphasize it, is that uh, the reason you say normal currency is designed uh, to, to devalue is because inflation needs a little bit of it up. And also when we need more, we print more. With cryptocurrency, <laughs> there is a finite amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the big things that drew me to it. But I do want to, um, yeah, I think I skipped over your, your main point was the trust. And so, you know, where does this trust come from? So, you know, if we're trusting in U.S. dollars, we're really trusting in, you know, the Federal Reserve and you know, what they're going to do with the money. And, and they really want to, you know, when we have a pandemic, they want to help people out and they want to they give money to people. And so where did that money come from last year? You know, it came from printing because you can't give money to people if you're going to take it away from them. You know, we, we can't give out $9 trillion and then raise taxes, you know, 3X and nobody's going to like that. And so, so that's where the trust for the U.S. dollar comes from. And, and a lot of people trust the U.S. dollar because, you know, they grew up with it, you know, before cryptocurrency. I never really thought about dollars or any money because I just lived in the U.S. and we use dollars. And so my trust was just kind of born in me. Now, where does the, the trust for, for cryptocurrency or Bitcoin come from? You know, that, that comes from math. Well, you know, you know what, Dave? I'll tell you what, this is, this is skimming the surface. <laughs> we're going to have you on periodically to talk about uh, cyber currency because that is one of the things we're going to have to look at whether we want to or not in the future. And you're going to explain how we do that. Uh, Dave Silversmith, thanks so much for being with us and uh, that update on uh, cryptocurrency. You've been watching the Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holm. We'll be back with more.